Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Ryan Horvat. Let's go, Harvey! I thought you were going to sing with me. Can you hear me? I didn't hear you singing. Oh, well, then hold. Well, because behind close or behind the scenes, a little uh, behind the scenes, how the sausage is made. I got you on my computer rather than my phone today because I wanted the audio to sound better because I knew that that was going to be my, my big moment. I've, I've I've been singing this all morning long. Hit it again. All right. Here we go. Twelve men on the defense. We take nonsense. Every woman, child, and man. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Hold on, here it comes. Dude, I, 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 I can't. I can't. It's been it too long. You can do the chorus. Yeah. Yeah, I think it drowns you out. Are you singing? Yeah. Yeah, it drowns you out. I don't know why. Every time we play music... Or maybe only I dogs can hear you. Maybe there's something with that. No, anytime we play music and I try to sing or talk over it, it drowns me out. It cuts me out. I don't know. We got to get somebody on that. Get somebody... Is, get get Tim. Tim, what's, what's Tim doing? I'm coming. Right I'm coming. Here I go. Uh, I don't Tim, know if you... Uh, oh, you got to play Stop. engineer. Don't you know these things? Yes. Well, no. Tim oh, I did. <laughs> <laughs> the engineer here is coming st- to Tim for advice. Started. It's crazy. Tim, Tim, when I worked there, I was the engineer, the producer of the show, kind of. Uh, the update anchor, Bart's co-host, the morning show, 5 a.m. host. I also um, occasionally helped the cleaning lady, the Croatian lady that likes to smoke a pack of Marlboro Lights clean because she wasn't very good at doing her job. Oh, so you know how I feel. You, know, you feel burnt out or you felt burnt out. Burnt out? You've worked three 40-hour weeks like a normal human. What the yeah, hell are Tim, you burnt right, out? I, Tim, right when I when I hang up with you guys, I got to do the BetMGM MLB podcast, which is powered by BetQL. Then I'm doing a – have you guys ever hosted a Twitter Spaces? I got to host a Twitter Spaces today with uh, Olivia Harlan-Decker. Oh, not Trista. Coming up at 4, 4 p.m. today. Tim admitted he, well, first of all, Tim admitted he loved Trista yesterday. He said, I love Trista Crick. Like, loves her? Bart, yeah, like, Bart, Bart, like, wants to marry her. Bart made me fall into it, okay? Then Tim Wait, sent me this article about how Trista moved to L.A. and, like, met a lot of guys. Oh, the bar stool. 
article. Yeah. Oh, Tim, aren't you married? No. Tim's oh. married to the job. He's married. He's married to the game, like Lil Wayne. Do you want me to? Uh, do you want me to try to hook you guys up? <laughs> why not? Put in a good word. Yeah, put in not? a good word. Why not? I'll put in a good word. I'll She's be a like, big bucks guy fan, right? Yeah, big bucks fan. You have that in common. She's a. Uh, I don't know who. She, oh no, no. She's a Blazers fan. She roots for the Portland Trailblazers, which is actually fine with me. I mean, other than you know the time that she jumped on the Suns bandwagon and was trying. If anything, though, I feel like she kind of mushed the Suns. So if anything, I feel like Bucks fans should love her, right? Look, I don't this this Twitter Spaces thing. I'm not. I'm not into it. You know. I agreed to do it. They said we we're going to talk about the Tennessee Titans win total, which that's one of my favorite bets. The under your Titans are going to win eight games this year. I know your theory. We expect nothing or whatever your theory is on Tannehill. Uh, actually, Malik looked pretty damn good last night, but then Vrabel bashed him in the to the media saying he wouldn't push the ball down the field or throw the football. But they asked. They said I could talk Packers football. So I agreed. Anytime I could talk about the Packers for 40 minutes and get paid for it, I always agree. Oh, you're getting oh, uh, uh. <laughs> no, no, no! I'm not getting paid for that or this. It's okay. It's it's all it's all one team, one dream in the contract. But I'm fine with that. You I know? just had new Odyssey employee Matt Pauly on. Matt Pauly, formerly of the flagship, now with KMOX. We just talked Brewers Cardinals. Yeah, I saw that. I uh, I was confused a little bit, and then I remembered. Oh, Pauly's not over at TMJ anymore. But yeah, I I was always a huge fan of his. Um, you know, because when we would go in the press box, I would always sit there with him. I'd sit there with Cody and, you know, shoot the stuff. The only problem I have with Matt Pauly is he's a traitor, all right? If everybody is going to get on me when they – even though I've always admitted to being a Cubs fan, I just didn't want to talk about being a Cubs fan because it was a Milwaukee radio station. You know, I'm not Rami. I'm trying to talk about the teams you guys love. I'm not selfish. I'm worried about you guys. I'm never worried about myself, you know? And, and, and so I no, Paulie did the same thing you did. He's a Cardinals fan. And then he came and sold out for Milwaukee and now he's back where he belongs. But he's always been a huge Cardinals fan. That's the thing. Like Tim Allen knew this. So when I was doing producing the post game show with him and Bill, he would always talk about that. He'd be like, Paulie, huge Cardinals fan. And Tim didn't like that very much because obviously Tim when he he bleeds brewer blue right yellow gold whatever the hell your guys colors are he bleeds it though and again uh i don't think anybody could hate on me because the last time the brewers won a world series they weren't even the brewers they were the milwaukee braves my uncle was on the call and you guys were in the american league decided to come to my division if anything i should hate you and you watched my team right field the dreams game last night They're i terrible. watched I, I saw harry carey back from the dead yeah, man, I felt like I was taking the DMT with Aaron Rodgers or whatever the <laughs> the uh, hallucinogen when I saw that. Right? That was awful. I feel bad for Cubs fans everywhere. Like, why? Why does just why with Major League Baseball? You know, why like, with it, any hologram ever? Nobody. Yeah. There's no demand for holograms. There's no demand to see dead people back from the dead. Right. Unless it's Tupac. The Tupac hologram at Coachella was pretty cool. I would agree to disagree, but. Yeah, I'd, I, I see where you're coming from on the holograms. Speaking of holograms, you're going to get a hologram of Jordan Love? 
I don't know what that means, but I am very excited about Jordan Love. I'm on. Why now. are you like excited to watch him tonight, or you're excited because the beat reporters are tweeting about how good he's looked, even though we can't see the videos of how good he's looked? Um. Well, before I get into that, do you have any questions about my trip to Canton? Oh yeah, I actually have a tremendous amount of questions. So how was the trip? How was it with uh, Gary? Did you guys have a good time? We did. Everyone thought that me and Gary would like fight. Did you learn anything new about each other? I learned the value of patience from Gary, and I learned how uh, sometimes as media we're yeah. too like like we just gotta we gotta take a step back. So on Friday we had nothing yeah. we had nothing really planned for the show. We had a tremendous the Bart Winkler morning show. Do you ever really have anything planned? Well, we had a tremendous amount of access. Somehow we got in the hotel where the NFL Hall of Famers were staying. We're the only show that was there. You should have been doing man on the street interviews with just like, you know, Tony Baselli and whatnot. But OK, go on. Well, uh, I saw Jerry Jones walk by my booth like seven times. I think he was waiting for me to ask him. Honestly, I probably... said, hey, uh, Jerry, Jerry, uh, you want to hit up a massage envy together? <laughs> owner to owner. You got uh, some discounts? But so on, on, cause on Thursday we saw at the hall of fame game, we saw James Lofton during halftime, just like relaxing and, and whatever. And Gary started talking to him. Obviously they know each other. They're, they're boys, they're friends. And I said, Gary kind of quietly under my breath. And I pointed to the microphone that I had. I said, should we get James Lofton now for the show? I'm, I'm thinking we gotta, you know, we gotta, everything's gotta be, everything's gotta be You know? And Gary goes, he like waved me off like, no. And then afterwards he's like, see you media guys. Like I can't be asking James right there. We're just, we're just friends catching up. I go, no, I get that. I get that. It's just yeah. from my point of view, I'm all like a oh, show, show, show. So then what happens on Friday, we start the show. We have Bob Harlan on the phone. James Lofton sees us and just sits down with Gary and it all worked out even better. And then Leroy sat down and it all worked out even better. So my lesson that I learned there was sometimes you gotta, sometimes you gotta let things come to you Rather than try to be like, wow, we need seven guests in eight segments or where no one's going to meet. Sometimes you just got to let the flow go, man. Yeah, you don't got to like tweet out that James Lofton's joining the show three days before. Sometimes it's just great when it's spontaneous. That's the beauty and power of radio. I agree. And I, I agree. I agree with a lot of things that you just said. A, I agree. All you need is a little patience. Luckily for me, I didn't need to learn that from GE. I learned that from Axl Rose back in 1989, right? Yeah. You just need a little yeah. patience. Yeah. And that's what you do, though, man. Like, if Gary would have said, hey, you know, hey, Lofton, you want to come and join us? Maybe he would have said no. Maybe he would have been like, man, this is my boy. I was just trying to catch up, have a good time. Yeah, and gotta... this little sweat. Oh, dude, I was so sweaty on Thursday night, too. I was so sweaty. Did you wear a suit? Well, I had to go buy all new clothes for this trip. You should have had McGivern give you one of those, like, uh, Faith in the Zone zip-ups or like the high school light show, like the zip-ups. Like I have those things have been saving my life out here, man. McGivern hooked it up. I have like 14 different I, I have so much swag and apparel of stuff from him that he would just give me for free. Whenever it gets even a little chilly out here, I just throw one of those zip-ups. You should have you should have like rocked one of those. Yeah, you know, there were a lot of dignitaries there. I was trying to look nice. I didn't have to go by we I, I kept telling Gary, we're spending more money on this trip than we're making. And that was very true. And I drove his car much of the way and yeah. I drove it very well. I, I would have passed all the driving tests possible. And then as soon as I got here, I got in my car and I backed into a pole. 
that is that is great. I, it's too bad you didn't do it in the station van, though. You did it in your own car. I did it in my own car. I, like, bent my exhaust pipe. I probably even shouldn't be driving on it. My car's going to yeah. blow up. Yeah, I think you'll be all right. All right, I, enough of this. Now i got to ask you the question that I really care about. Did you get to uh, speak with Charles Woodson? I did. We uh, had Charles Woodson on, yes. No, no, I mean, like, off of, like, the microphone, though. Did you get to, like, talk with him? And, like, hear, like, how he just, like, like... So I have three favorite players all time in NFL. Well, I got way more than that. But Charles Woodson's on my top three list. He's number three. He's, he's, he's behind Aaron Rodgers and Leroy Butler only. Well, here's what happened with Charles Woodson at the gold jacket ceremony. They have yeah. all of the Hall of Famers do that gauntlet where the new guys kind of, like, walk through and give hugs. Yeah. And Dan Fouts was on the stage introducing everybody. And so every Hall of Famer got introduced. And then for Charles Woodson, he said a quick line or two about his career. And then he said, Rod Wood, uh, I mean, Todd Woodson, Charles Woodson. No. So he completely butchered his name. And then Dan Fouts, he has a microphone in his ear and you can hear him go, oh, is he not going to come out? He's not move on. Okay. So he didn't come out. Because he got pissed? Yeah, they butchered his name. I mean, he's one of the greatest defensive backs and safeties. There's 362 guys in the Hall of Fame. Dan Fouts got the guy's name wrong. He called him Rod Woodson, which I'm sure Charles has gotten a lot. Rod's a Hall of Famer. That's a job for me. Uh, Have you ever emceed an event? Yeah. The worst is when I emcee, like, I emceed some events where I didn't know anybody. And that sucks. Dude, I have a story. So uh, in Iowa, and, and this I is a suck. true story. This is a true story. My wife's home from work today. If you need me to bring her on, all right. Um, she even told this story like to my in-laws, to my parents. It's one of the more embarrassing moments in my life. I may have even told you this story. I emceed uh, an athletic event in Iowa for the college for the basketball team. I was friends with the coach, so I used to emcee like every event, and uh, I would usually have like one to two drinks. This time. I was going to the event by myself. My wife and son went back home. Can't remember why. And so I was just in Iowa by myself. And my buddy, who was the basketball coach, was like, hey, let's have some drinks before the event. And I was like, okay, I'll have a couple beers. I got to host the damn thing. Turns into like Red Bull Vodka's shots. And I can't tell you one thing I said on that microphone, but I know it was probably awful. All I know is that we went out after I woke up the next day. It was a football Saturday. My wife's calling me all day. She's like, where the hell is Ryan? He would be up at 8 a.m. watching game day. I didn't wake up until 6 p.m. And when I woke up, my bed was just covered in blood. And I looked in the mirror and I had a huge gash on my head. I was so overserved and intoxicated that I went to get into somebody's car and slipped and fell, knocked my head open. I had to go to the hospital and they're like, you're lucky to be alive. You were you were concussed last night. You can't go to sleep with a concussion. And I had this huge gash on my head. My wife has the pictures. I totally ruined the bre- the bedspread. There was blood everywhere. Dude, not and to be that morbid, was- that's what happened to Saget. Who, who, that, that happened to who? Bob Saget hit his head and then bled. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know. That. That's how he passed away? Yeah, he like hit his head somehow. Then he went to yeah, bed. He- yeah, it's scary stuff, but that's a true story. And uh, all that to say, that, um, always be careful. Um, never get overserved. And also, that was the last time I've ever emceed an event. And I have a good idea that I'm probably, other than this Twitter spaces, I'm probably never going to emcee anything ever again. So you have no idea what you said, though? 
No. No, I like completely blacked out. Like if there like was college. video of it, would you watch it or say there's no way I can watch it? Great question. I would say there's no way because I would be so embarrassed, man. Yeah. Like I hate seeing like video from like whenever we go like get together, like me and my old friends from high school, like for St. Patrick's Day, you know, we go to the St. Patty's parade at like six AM and then you see like the videos from like hell, like 7 p.m., 8 p.m., or like 3 a.m. later on that night, you're like, oh, I don't I don't want to. You're like singing Boys the Men, and your shirt's off for some reason. You've smoked a pack of Marlboro Lights. You don't even smoke cigarettes. I don't I don't want to <laughs> see that. It's just destroy it. All right, I got to talk to you about Jordan Love, okay? Let's do it. Um, If he's good, yes. if he has a great preseason, do you think that the Packers should be more inclined to trade him? or more inclined to make him the heir apparent. The problem is, Rodgers, we don't know how long he's going to play. The Packers might be in a situation, if he plays this year and next, Rodgers, where they have to give him this fifth-year option for $20 million before ever having him play. And you could have Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback for $40 million and Love as your backup for twenty. Now you'd think you would have to pay him, but you're, you drafted a guy in the first round, invested so far two, then three, then four years in him. I, I almost think they have like. Jordan Love has to be the quarterback that replaces Aaron Rodgers, doesn't he? But is man, it's, I mean, that's a good question because if he balls out, like let's say let's say that he has like a just a ridiculous preseason, like nine touchdowns to one interception, and you get the right offer, what if you could get? And I'm just throwing names out there because I think the Texans are pretty satisfied with Davis Mills as their quarterback. But what if the Texans called and they were like, "Hey, we have Brandon Cooks." Or you were able to get a veteran wide receiver to go out and win this year. Or maybe maybe Bakhtiari's not coming back. I, I don't know. I'm just saying if the right offer is there, I'd probably move Jordan Love. But the problem is then if Aaron Rodgers, who's another year older, gets injured, you don't have a serviceable backup who could learn Matt LaFleur's complicated offense yeah. in a short period of time. I don't even know who this third string dude is right now, man. He, he, he so, should not play a snap. It should be all love. No, That's what I'm saying. No, it should be Jordan Love all four quarters. Because here's the thing, man. I'm rooting for Jordan Love. I just wish we had T. Higgins, Chase Claypool, and as much as I love A.J. Dillon, I'd rather have Jonathan Taylor. I'm sorry. I think he's the best running back in the league and will be for the next five to six years if he stays healthy. The only issue is, man, because if you take a rookie quarterback, you want to win with that rookie quarterback on a rookie contract. Like the Cincinnati Bengals are able to have all those skill position players and have the most expensive defensive line in the NFL because Joe Burrow's still on a rookie contract. The, the Seattle Seahawks... They were able to win that Super Bowl with Russell Wilson because they didn't have to make him the highest paid quarterback yet because he was on a rookie deal. So then, you know, that's how they were able to pay the guys, the Legion of Boom on the defensive side of the ball. When they had to pay Russ, they weren't able to pay all those guys. And it showed. That's why they haven't won a Super Bowl since. So that's my only problem with the Jordan Love pick. I'm rooting for him to succeed. I love hearing that he looks good. I do want him to be the backup in a perfect world. But at the same time, if he's ready to be an NFL quarterback, I don't want him sitting around waiting too I don't know. I'm hoping that Rodgers sticks around another year, especially if Rodgers is solid this year. And and let's say maybe we don't win the Super Bowl, the Packers don't win the Super Bowl because they're a wide receiver away and you're able to get somebody in free agency. I don't want to run it back. But that's, that's the thing. Like I want love on this team. I want him to be good. I want him to be the backup. And then I want him to take over for Aaron Rodgers. To answer your question, though, I'm just not ready for Rodgers to retire, to go anywhere for two to three years. I want him to remain the team's starting quarterback. And if Love's ready to go, I want to see him I want to see him run a team. You know, if Danny Jones 
And if Tyrod Taylor is going to be starting games and Sam Darnold was starting games, I want to see what Jordan Love can do. If it's with another team, so be it. But I want the right package back. I want at least the second or third round pick since he was a first round pick. But then but that, it's, still a lo- it's still a loss to me because you've invested two years, now three, into a guy that knows your offense. And you're just going to – you traded a you, – you used a first round pick on a guy – Dude, it's a loss. Let him grow for three years. Even if you like Jordan Love, even if you're the biggest Jordan Love supporter, even if you're sitting up in row 5,000 with him, his mom, and his girlfriend against the Chiefs at Arrowhead, you still have to admit it was a wasted pick. It was a dumb pick. When I ask, when everybody defends this pick, they say, well, it motivated Aaron Rodgers. No, it did not motivate Aaron Rodgers. DMT, Summer Earth. Actresses, Miles Teller, that's what motivated Aaron Rodgers. He finally stopped being this serious person who took himself way too seriously, that sat around watching tape, and he started having fun in life, right? Now he's doing mushrooms. He's on a new beach every offseason. He's hanging out with, I don't know who the hell, Aubrey Mills. Who is that guy? He wants to be Lance Armstrong so bad, I feel, doesn't he? <laughs> the Aubrey guy? That guy sucked. But that these are the guys, these are Rodgers' new friends. They're hanging out on boats doing God knows what, doing kettlebell swings. He's hanging out with Joe Rogan. I don't care what he does. Man, do you think because... that Do you think Aaron Rodgers that won a Super Bowl would be friends with Aaron Rodgers today? No. I think Aaron Rodgers that won a Super Bowl was like frat boy Aaron Rodgers. I think new Aaron Rodgers is like reading books and, you know, he's got, he's got the Phil Jackson in him. And it's been great because he's been a better player since. So – I think the Jordan Love pick is a wasted pick. I labeled those names on Twitter. You would want all those guys. Maybe Chase Claypool is the only guy you're like, okay, we could do without him. But T. Higgins is awesome. He had double-digit touchdowns again last year and played in the Super Bowl. Jonathan Taylor is the best running back in the league. I mean, you would take any of those guys. I'm worried about the offensive line in the wide receiver room. Like I said, I I know that they've won games without Devontae Adams and short sample sizes. But, like, look at the game against Kansas City that they won. Are they going to be able to do that again? The game where they didn't have Devontae, they didn't have Alan Lazard, they didn't have MVS, and they were seven-point dogs. In that game, dude, Rodgers threw the ball 37 times for only 184 yards. That was the first and only time in his 17-year career that he attempted over 35 passes for less than 185 yards. The leading target in the game was Aaron Jones with 11 targets, his leading receiver, second most catches in that game, Juwan Winfrey, who up to that point had never seen a target in his career, and it was his third season. So I am a little worried about the wide receiver room. Like, who's going to create any separation? I like Lazard, but he's not Devontae Adams. We're relying on Rome. Like, I want Romeo to ball out tonight and be awesome, but that's so much pressure that he has to just step in and take over for Devontae year one in the league. Um, it'd be cool. Well, I'm not worried. I, like I'm excited for that too, but I'm not worried about the receiver room. I am really not. Are you worried about the offensive line? Uh, panic to death. Yes. See, here's the thing. And I don't we, know that Bakhtiari. I'm not. I'm not assuming Bakhtiari ever plays again. If he does, it's a bonus. I don't know. I'm worried. I agree, man. It really sounds like he might be done. I, I like what Roger said though. Like, why rush? There's no reason to rush Bakhtiari out there right now because, well, they just paid him. He's the highest paid left tackle in football. I think he still is, or he's right up there. You, and he's still got a couple – he's got years left, you know. And if you are going to move over to Jordan Love, you want him to have the best tackle in all of football. You want him to have Elton Jenkins back fully healthy. While I'm nervous, just – and I know Adam Stenovich has moved over. He's no longer the offensive line coach. He moves over to OC. But they have a really good room, and I feel like – 
I feel like maybe that at least the first couple weeks we'll be able to survive without those guys. But yeah, they got to get them back. And if not, they might have to make some free agent signings. So I don't know. There's two big question marks that I hate to have when the defense is that good and Devante could have been back, you know? Yeah, but again, the way that I looked at it was this they get to the end of the season here and Rodgers isn't going to be forcing things to Devante. And I know that sounds stupid, but I do think there's a positive to that. Yeah, but then he'll be forcing things to Randall Cobb. You know, he's gonna, you know, he's gonna find his guy. He always finds his guy. It was Jordy, um, you know, it was James Jones when he didn't have anybody else. What, what they need is they're gonna need Tunyon back, and they're gonna need to move him around a little bit. You'll run Tunyon out of the slot. It looks like you know, me and you have been talking about how Aaron Jones is gonna be used as the pass catcher. And he's going to have 70 receptions. Looks like AJ Dillon's catching a lot of balls in camp, man. Yeah, maybe Joe, maybe we got it backwards. Maybe Jones does most of the running. Everyone says that AJ Dillon's not going to be a pass catcher because he didn't catch in college. But the Packers have never thought of. They don't care. They it's their offense now, and AJ Dillon can catch a football. And yeah. maybe maybe he's the one that has 60 grabs. He didn't catch the football at Boston College because I don't even remember who the hell the quarterback at Boston College was. They didn't throw the football at all. And there was no reason to when you got a back that's averaging six yards per carry, just feeding them. Um, I don't know. I, I, and if the defense lives up to the hype, they, they only really need to score like 24 points per game anyway. So I, I, they should be all right. Like, I mean, 3-0 in games without Devontae the last two seasons. Rodgers hasn't really had a drop-off. If you look at like all the metrics, he hasn't really had a drop-off in any of those games. The only thing, we and I said this I think last time to you, the Packers have just had really good luck. I, I always worry about, like, if your team's had really good luck, that there could be this crazy drop-off. Like, last year, again, they had 13 wins, and they were 5-1 and one in games that were decided by a field goal or less. Not even a touchdown or less. You know what I mean? Like, a field goal or less. They lost. I mean, they won a lot of close games. And they had the third-best turnover margin. It's hard to do that again. So, if they stay healthy and the defense lives up to the hype, they should be fine, though. We're talking with Ryan Horvath. I'm so glad that you're here today. I've had a long week, man. I went to Canton. It was nonstop work. <laughs> Tuesday, I flew out to New York to do Zach Gelb's show and then fly back. Yeah. Which one guy in the radio business DM'd me, and he's like, wow, they really flew you out for that? I was like, no, dude. What? How did I, how did I get you to bite on this? <laughs> what? <laughs> Come on. Wait, he believed, he yeah. believed you? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow. what the hell? Um, can I talk to you dad to dad for a moment? And then maybe we'll talk some more Packers. Yeah. Yeah. So my son just, wait, 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 before what? you bring this up, before you bring up the dad to dad, dad to dad. So what do you think they should do? You think, so you're telling me that Jordan love looks good. He should be the quarterback next year. Is that what that was all about? No, no. I think Rogers is the quarterback until Rogers is done. But I think that if you're going to invest, the more time you invest in Jordan Love, the more he has to be the quarterback to take over for Rodgers. Well, what if what and if then they're going to have to pay him twenty million dollars? When when is that? Like, how much longer does Jordan Love have to wait to play football again? I feel bad. Like, he's a football Tua player. was in the same draft. They are going to write the book on Tua this year. Meanwhile, Jordan Love has started one game because Rodgers had COVID. Dude, Tua is going to have a monster year. And the Dolphins are winning nine games easily. That's my favorite win total right now, other than the Saints, man. Tua is going to blow up. you like the Saints win or lose? I think the Saints win 10 games. I think the Saints win the division in the oh, plus God. 300. I don't think Tampa Bay wins that division. The Saints have owned Brady the last couple of years. 
Jameis was five and two last year. He only threw three picks. He had 14 touchdown passes to three picks. They bring back Michael Thomas, who three years ago was the best receiver in all of football. Chris Olave in the draft. Uh, the defense, they didn't have to lose any of those guys. Dennis Allen's going to be a good coach. I think the Saints win that division. I think they're an 11-12-1 football team. And I think Miami, everybody's talking about Buffalo. I think Miami's alive to win their division, dude. I like Mike McDaniel a lot. Kyle Shanahan calls him the greatest offensive mind he's ever coached with. They were one of the worst offenses in all of football. Tua had the worst offensive line in all of pro football. So they signed two of the best linemen that were out there in free agency. They bring in Tyreek Hill to replace Will Fuller. That's going to open up the other side for Jalen Waddell. They have Mike Gusecki. They were 31st last year in receiver separation. They couldn't get open. Now you bring in Tyreek Hill to replace Devontae Parker, who was the NFL's worst player in receiver separation. And then on the defensive side of the ball, you don't lose anybody, and they were top 10. Jalen Williams or Jalen Phillips can't be any worse. I think Miami is a 10-win team, and I think Tua might win MVP this year, as crazy as that sounds. Man, that's a lot to know about Miami off the top of your head, but you convinced me. Dude, look at, and also look at the running backs as well. They went out and they got – I mean, they, they have uh, – Their Moser. running back room is the guys you pick up because your running backs are on a bye in fantasy all-stars. Yeah, Raheem Mostert, who last time we saw him rushed for over 1,000 yards, 11 touchdowns. Same offense. They're going to be running the Shanahan thing. And then they got Chase Edmonds, who on zone runs averages five yards per carry. And what is Shanahan's offense? Zone reads, zone runs, outside zone runs. And so that's the thing. They're going to be a running football team with a really good offensive line. And then two is going to be able to use play action. I saw last year, man. Like 70% of the passes he threw were under 2.5 seconds. He had to get rid of the ball so quickly. And he was still the most accurate quarterback in the league. Imagine what he could do if he has four seconds in the pocket, if he has some time to look down the field. Everybody's like, oh, Tua can't throw the deep ball. Go back and watch the film at Alabama. If he has great skill position players and time to throw, he could push the ball down the field. Nobody could – everybody – people just don't understand what quarterbacks. It was like, you know, the the down year for Rodgers. Oh, you got to get Rodgers out of here. He played with a broken leg, right? Like he, he played with a broken leg with three rookie wide receivers and, you know, and a bunch of guys that were washed up and Devante. I mean, for quarterbacks to succeed, you need an offensive line and you need solid skill position players. But anyway, what's your dad to dad stuff? Cause I know we're, we're, uh, we're a half hour in. Well, before we get that, uh, the, <laughs> the <laughs> well, I wanted to bring this thing up a bunch since, since you're talking over unders with the lions. I saw this that at BetMGM, you know, you know those guys. King of Sportsbooks. 94% of the bets and 95% on the money wagered on the Lions win total at six and a half is for the over. And if you're going to bet on the Lions, you got to do it now because their win total is going to go up because everyone's going to get sucked into hard knocks. Yeah, it happens every year, man. As crazy as that sounds, everybody's going to get suckered in because. They're not going to show you the bad practice film. I mean, they, they may show you like, hey, this guy's really having a struggle at camp, a rookie that's trying to make the team. But they're not going to show you Aiden Hutchinson just getting bull rushed and knocked to the ground. He's looked really good on all the film that they've put out. Jamal Williams' speech, Dan Campbell's speech, that's going to get people to run to the book and bet on the Lions. Uh, I personally would not because Jared Goff is still their quarterback and the secondary is still – very inexperienced. Then they're going to have to face Kirk Cousins in that offense twice. They're going to have to face Aaron Rodgers, even without Devontae Adams. Luckily, they so would you take up- under six and a half? 
No, I wouldn't, man, but I wouldn't play the over either. I do think uh, just because every year we do this, and I would always, when Plucker was at the station, I'd always tell him, hey, man, I think the Lions, and you know this, every year, dude, I call for the Lions to win double-digit games. I would always do it with Stafford um, because they're always, every year, the team I always look to make the jump is the team that loses those one-possession games, those one-score games, the games that Green Bay has been winning the last three years under LaFleur. But the teams that are losing those games, like the Chargers, like that's why I like the Chargers this year. And that's why I kind of like the Bengals last year. They were losing, but they were losing, they were in every single game with beat-up teams. You know, with the Lions, they've been doing this for like the last decade. They're always in games until the end. You know, remember a couple years ago, they beat Mahomes in in, in, uh, the Chiefs, or they almost did. They lost that game, I think, like on a field goal. I just... I don't know, because I don't like the quarterback, Goff, and I don't like the secondary, but they're going to beat the Bears twice, you would figure, and they have some favorable matchups. I I think they win right at, I think they're right at six or seven wins, so I wouldn't go over or under on them. All right, let me ask you this. Um, I'm going to give you a question. These teams were all last in their division last year. Who's got the best chance to go worst to first? In In the AFC, it's the Jets. Ravens, Jacksonville, and Broncos. Jets, well, the Ravens might. Ravens. The Ravens, Ravens are possibly going to win the Super Bowl, man. I really mean that. I played them over nine and a half wins. I played them to win the division because I don't think Deshaun Watson's going to play this year. And no, not at Bengals, all. He ain't playing. And look at the Bengals' schedule, man. I think there's going to be some regression. Joe Burrow's not even practicing yet. I think the Bengals, I'm not saying they're going to fall off a cliff, but I think the Ravens are going to be really good. Lamar's on a prove-it-year deal. Um, they're not going to lose every running back before the season even begins. They'll get J.K. Dobbins back. Defensively, I love Kyle Hamilton, obviously. He recovered a fumble last night in his first preseason game. I'll go with the Ravens. I also played the Jags. I think the worst bet I've made, the only one I'm really afraid of, the one I'm going to hate the most is I played the Vikings over nine wins, and I I can't root for them, but I just think they're going to be pretty solid this year. The the bet that I hate, though, I took over on the Jags six and a half just because it's Doug Peterson actually has a clue. Trevor Lawrence looks really good. I don't really hate good. that one. I, I worry only because I, I think the Colts are going to be really good in that division. They should beat the Texans twice. They should split with the Titans. But I don't know, man, because I overreacted to that Hall of Fame game because they threw their first team defense out there, and they were getting gashed on the ground by a bunch of backups. And that was their problem last year. They give up five yards per carry, that defensive line, and they didn't really add anybody, so... I, I, the defense scares me, but I'll throw them out there too. And then who are the other teams? It's oh, the, the Jets. The Jets, Jags, Broncos, and Ravens. Oh, yeah, the Broncos I think might be all right too. But the problem for them is they're in the best division in all of football. I picked the Chargers. Everybody we've had on the show is picking the uh, Raiders because of Devontae, obviously. And then on the defensive side of the ball, they bring in some new pieces as well. I think the Broncos could win 10 games if Russell Wilson stays healthy with all those guys, but their offensive line stinks. That's right. So I would also, I'd say all those teams have a shot to at least go over their win total. The, although the Jets, man, their offensive line's already beat to hell, but I like their draft a lot. They're just really young. They might be a year away. The NFC, these were last place teams last year the Seahawks, the Panthers, the Lions, and uh, our Giants. Giants, baby. Giants. I bet them on the money line last night. What a sweat that was. Uh, luckily, I took the money line because they didn't cover the spread. Bailey you got Zappi. last second field goal. Bailey freaking Zappy. I love that kid. I wish he wasn't in New England because I'd like to see him get a shot. I, 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 yeah, I'll, I'll go with the Giants, man. Daniel Jones, 
I hate the Daniel Jones. I mean, it's right. It's it, he he has not been good, so people should slander him. But he's had a new play caller every single year. Now he actually has a real play caller and head coach in Brian Dable, who I don't know if you know this. He's only forty-seven years old, and Bill Belichick's been coaching in the league for forty-eight years. Wow. Do you know that? I uh, I just learned it now. Oh, well, they showed the graphic 14 times last night. That's another reason I brought it up. Dude, uh, Brian Dable looks like he's like 75 years old, too. I was shocked to learn that he's um, that he's younger than my dad. He, need, he needs to take better care of himself. I, all that to say, uh, I think the Giants <laughs> could be good this year. It's, but dude, they're, they're in a division where there hasn't been a repeat champion since 2004. Yeah. I took the Cowboys under 10.5 wins. I can't believe their win total is 10.5. They lose Cedric Wilson. They lose Amari Cooper. All they CeeDee Lamb's great, but is he a number one wide receiver? We'll find out. They stayed pretty healthy last year. They're in cap hell right now because of Zeke. They lost Randy Gregory. I don't see a I don't see a world where the Cowboys win eleven games this year. And Mike McCarthy's the head coach, and he might not always need football, but he needs it right now. And if he needs football right now, he better put Tony Pollard on that damn field and stop feeding Ezekiel Elliott, the corpse of Ezekiel Elliott, thirty times per game. He's fat. He's old. Get the ball to Tony Pollard. He should be a top 10 fantasy back, and I have him in a keeper league. So I took the Cowboys under 10 and a half, and I think the Giants are going to win at least eight games this year. I took their win total over. I think Daniel Jones in a real system is going to look okay. I think Saquon's going to stay healthy for once. The receivers stink. Kenny Galladay stinks, but they should be better defensively when Blake Martinez comes back. So I'll answer the Giants, and I'll also throw in the Panthers. Because I think Baker's going to be just fine. I think McCaffrey's also going to stay healthy. And I think they're going to surprise some people just because that division stinks. Atlanta's going to be awful. Under four and a half wins. Bet that yesterday. When I was in Canton, my wife started potty training my son. Yeah. So by the time I came back, he was essentially potty trained. That's great. That worked out really good for me. But I took him to the potty the other day and I sat him in front of me and Watched as he made four BMs, and uh, I was—I've never felt so proud, but also sad at the same time. I—he's three now, and I'm—you know—what's your kid like? Nine, ten, eight. Ryan, they grow up so fast. Yeah, you know, my wife said it to me the other day on the weekend. I was—I—I uh, was a little overserved after a long week, and I was laying in bed. And my wife wanted to go to the zoo. And I said, I don't really want to go to the zoo today. And she said, well, what do you want to do? And I said, I got a golfer in contention. I kind of just want to lay around and watch that. And she said, well, Nathan wants to go to the zoo. And we're never going to get these days back. And I thought about that for a second. And I was like, yep, got to get up and go to the zoo. Because she's right. Because if I sat around and watched golf, what am I going to remember in 10, 15 years? Am I going to remember that I had Tony Finau where he be now in contention on a Sunday? Or am I going to remember going to the zoo and having a good time with my son? So I went to the zoo and I realized, hey, I could DVR stupid golf if I want. Because these days are, they're flying by. And now my kid's already eight years old. But I'll say on that one, your kid's still three. So you're, you're like, this is actually the good stuff. Because when they're babies, man, like they're cute and they're fun to just lay around with and be lazy with. But they're boring. You know, they, they look at, they don't know you yet. They're, you're just a big, you're just a big piece of mush to them. Yeah. Once, <laughs> when they actually like say, daddy, I love you. And they mean it, you know, or you go to like Disney and they have a good time. Then they're like real humans and that's better. And not changing diapers, not having to clean up, you know, pee and poo is the greatest thing ever. 
greatest thing ever. So actually that works out. So I wouldn't miss those days. And you haven't even got to the good stuff yet. But I would try to enjoy all, I, that's my wife's advice. So I've been taking that advice and uh, doing more and more stuff on the weekends rather than just watching sports. But you know what season it is now. So while I've been a very good dad the last couple of weeks, uh, it's football season. My family's not going to see me now for the next five months. Yeah, being a uh, dad is a February to August endeavor. Yeah, like I love my family, but not as much as I love my Green Bay Packers. Right. And I'm more excited for this year than I've ever been for football in my life. And I don't know why that is. Like, hey, you know how I always say, or you know how I always talk about um, how the Packers, like there's all that crap. Like in this house, we live, learn, hug, and, and root for the Green Bay Packers. My mom literally just brought me, bought me something. I'll post this on Twitter. It is hanging on my wall right now. My wife hung it up. It says, the Horvat family is full of love and based on trust. We are grateful and also generous. We help one another, respect each other, but most of all, we cheer together. We are a Packer family. Oh God, that's awful. I want to take it. I want to take it down. I got to take it down. You like, got I love the Packers, That's, but I don't like can't. that they're I don't like that they're making money off off me on this. On this we got product. one for Christmas once that was like Winkler family established 2013. Love, hope, prayers, dreams, Packer football. Love, hope, dreams, Bakhtiari. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I can let you go. I do want to uh just quickly touch on how much WWE is back, baby. WWE is back, baby. I uh, I saw they might. I saw Bray Wyatt might be coming back. Yeah, and Triple H is just gonna give him like full reins on his character, where he can pick his own matches and do whatever he wants, and have these vignettes that are gonna be super spooky. I'm I'm excited for it. I love uh, what Triple H is doing so far, man. Slowly but surely, like, the the company's going to be back, and it's great because I still like AEW. Once they get their guys back, once they get CM Punk back, fully healthy and Kenny Omega is back. I think it's only going to become a better product and we'll get like a real wrestling war. I was going to call it the Monday night war, but they're not both on Monday nights. So yeah, I like it a lot better now. There's actual storylines. He's brought back a lot of the guys that were, you know, released or just not being used. So I like it, man. I'm, I'm pretty excited for this uh, next pay-per-view. Although I hate that it's not until September and we're like, I mean, I, I'm glad that they're doing long-term story building. Well, the next pay-per-view is during college football Saturday. Oh, I'll have to watch that. On is that the Drew McIntyre? Roman yeah, Reigns it's fight? in London. Yeah, yeah, that's the one I can't wait for. Or wherever. I, uh, it is. Although, although I've heard that they're going to add the Karrion Cross dude to it, make it a triple threat. I don't like that. Yeah, they can't add him right away. No, they should have him cost McIntyre the match because there's no reason to pull the t- either title off Reigns right now because you got to have Reigns versus The Rock at WrestleMania. Yeah, but one of those titles has to get off of him. Ah, you know, I disagree. I, I think that this is actually like the best thing WWE has ever done. I love Roman Reigns, though. This character. I've always been a Reigns fan, even when everybody hated him. Yeah, I used I, to hate I, him. I started to really like him after he beat The Undertaker and he uh, at Mania, and he went out to the ring, and they booed him for 20 straight minutes. And all he said on the mic was, this is my yard now. And he dropped the mic. I was like, oh, this guy's a badass. He just He just took that heat for 20 minutes, kept a straight face. And then just said, this is my yard and dropped the mic. And since then, he's he's been awesome. And I like this character. I uh, He's my tribal chief. 
Hey, can you tweet out? Hey, actually, you didn't ask me. That's are, are you guys not are you guys a prediction. That's a spoiler. Are we what? Didn't why didn't you ask me uh confident and curious uh whatever else about the preseason tonight? That ain't my shtick, dog. What is your what is your question of the day? Are, are there like three things I'm looking for tonight? My question of the day was Can we get to ten o'clock? Is it ten o'clock yet? <laughs> How quick before it's no. ten o'clock? No, it is game day. It is a green and gold Friday. It's I know, dude. Time. I am I am cash though. I am tired. I'm I'm let down. I'm jacked for this game tonight. I'm jacked for this game too. Bars across Milwaukee have a decision to make. Are you showing Packers uh, Niners? Or are you showing Brewers Cardinals? Brewers Cardinals this weekend, dude. This is a huge series this weekend. Obviously, uh, I think the Cardinals are going to win the division. You guys are my last hope. Oh no! My Tuesday, I said I'm in the Dunn Club for the Brewers. No, not this weekend. You got to be all in, man. This is you're my last hope to stop the evil empire of the St. Louis Cardinals. I hate them. I hate Nolan Arenado. I hate Paul Goldschmidt. I uh, I hate Jordan Montgomery, and he just got to St. Louis two weeks ago. I hate Matt Pauley now. <laughs> I hate the Cardinals. I'm so glad they didn't end up with Juan Soto, man. That would have ruined my life. I just I hate the Cardinals. I I do. I do. Rooting for you guys, I really am, but I'm a little worried that you guys are screwed. I, I hated the deadline moves, although it looks like you see Josh Hader blew his first save opportunity. 37 pitches, week. yeah. Yeah, he might. That, that I think that might have been, I don't know. We'll see. Just, we'll see. Can I say why I didn't like it really quickly? I don't sure. like a move as a general manager. When you are in first, it's hard to win in baseball. I could tell you that as a Cubs fan. It happened one time. It was great. I still watch the World Series DVD. And then last night I watched a game where the loser should have been relegated to the Frontier League, honestly. They should have left half of the Cubs roster in Iowa where they belong, drove them to Des Moines and left them there, and took half the Reds roster and threw them there too. But it's so hard to win in baseball, and you had a three-game division lead over the Cardinals, right? And a very easy, easy winnable division. You have three pitchers who, if you throw them back-to-back-to-back to back to back in a postseason series, you could beat anybody. You know, if Peralta's right... He just came off the IL last week or two weeks ago, whatever it was, the 60-day IL. Burns is right. Woodruff's right. Then you have a shot to beat anybody, even a team like the Padres or Dodgers. Because we've seen it, man. Pitching wins in the postseason. It really does. You have a three-game lead, and you trade away your closer, who leads Major League Baseball in saves. Granted, the ERA ballooned up. But I didn't really – it's probably a smart baseball move. But I feel like you lost a lot of guys in the clubhouse. I mean, you watched the interview with Devin Williams, and it was like somebody just punched him in the stomach. It was like he, it was like the video we saw after he punched the wall and broke his hand. And then you got guys like Brent Suter in the locker room and the veterans kind of just confused. Like, hey, I thought we were going to go all in, if anything, at the deadline. I feel like we're selling off pieces, p- pieces that we could use. And that's Devin Williams even saying that, the guy that's moving over to close out games. That's why I didn't really like it. I feel like they kind of lost guys. I mean, you're closer to the situation, but didn't it feel like that? Like guys were well, gutted. Well, it did, guys but then like, they won two games against the Rays in like thrilling fashion, so now it's all, everything's good again. Yeah, but the Rays kind of sucked too. I played their win total under. That was one of my best bets of the year. Like the Rays, they'll be back next year when Tyler Glass now could pitch again and whatnot, but they, they're, they're the Rays are the Brewers, right? They have great pitchers, but they can't really score runs. Yeah, the Brewers The Brewers are like, hey, we're going to try to compete. And then they see the Rays going further and paying less money. And so the Brewers are like, oh, let's do that then. Even though 
even though like we're doing what you should do, the rate what was their payroll? Twenty seven last year? Yeah. Something like that. Like, but if the Brewers wanted to win, why wouldn't they at least make like why wouldn't you go after like a Jack Peterson? Add one more bat. They really did need to add another bat. Yeah, they suck. <laughs> all right, buddy. Yeah. Hey, all right, man. Go pack go. Uh confident that the Packers are gonna cover the three points plus three. I think two and a halfs there would still grab it. I think they're actually going to win if you want to take a shot on the money line. Curious to see if Jordan Love lives up to the hype that Cheese Nation bloggers are tweeting about. Con- and what, wait. Uh, concerned. Concerned about the receiver room and the offensive line. I hope I'm buying a Ro- uh, Romeo jersey after tonight and a, a Zach Tom jersey after tonight. Go Pat, go. See you, buddy. Enjoy the game. Hit my music. Oh, okay, hold on. <laughs> My music, okay? Hi, Harvey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.